BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app. We are on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Red Circle. We're also on the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit the like and subscribe buttons and turn your notifications on. Also, check out FiveReasonsSports.com. Spell that one out. We do not have a paywall. And check out the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network, our friend Eric Rubenstein. Reach out to him at ericrubenstein.com. That's with S-T-E-I-N. .com. If you need a personal injury attorney, he's the guy to get to. I just walked by him, actually, in Section 118. He's a huge Miami Heat fan. You can find him on Instagram at askaboutmeigotyou. He will do what you need to do. He's not afraid of a challenge. And if you've had a slip and fall, a car accident, medical malpractice, or anything like that, reach out to ericrubenstein.com. He's from right here. Again, he went to St. Thomas University, 954-829-ERIC. Also, we mention this one in every single episode. If you're looking to, to play fantasy sports, prize picks. Use that code 5, F-I-V-E. We've got a promotion this week. If you are subscribed to our Off the Floor feed, you can find that on the 5 Reasons Twitter account. You are eligible to win $100 in free prize picks playtime, basically. You can use $100 on anything else. You're also going to get that bonus of $100 if you put down $100 with the code 5. So go to prizepicks.com, use the code 5, and if you need a personal injury attorney, reach out to ericrubenstein.com. And now, tonight's episode. Down to this day. Yeah. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where is the thing? You can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat. Y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on Five on the Floor. we got the entire team here. we got Greg Sylvander. You can follow him at Greg Sylvander. Alex Toledo, you can follow him at Tropical Blanket. And Brady Hawk, you can find him at Brady Hawk 305. All right, let's get to it. Um... We are going to go through power forwards because we know that the Miami Heat need a power forward. Caleb Martin has done an admirable job. He is out of position. He should be a reserve wing. They made a good decision keeping him. They don't necessarily need to keep playing him out of position the entire year. Uh, And so we're going to look at some of these options, and there's a lot of options that have come up. We actually had 12 different guys that we were going to talk about 
in one way or another. We're going to eliminate a couple of them at the very beginning as just being sort of unrealistic. And then we're going to take a look at some of the others at what it might take to get them. So we're going to work through them quickly. Here's some of the names that have come across our Twitter feeds. John Collins, Jared Vanderbilt, Boyan Bogdanovich, Kelly Olenek, Kyle Kuzma, Marcus Morris, Robert Covington, Jake Crowder, OG Ananobi, PJ Washington, Naz Reed, and Miles Turner. Greg, eliminate a couple of guys here that are unrealistic. I mean, I, I, I am a toxic optimist, but I don't think that they're going to be able to get OG Ananobi. So I would say he'd be the first one that would go. Um, and also Toronto. I, I just think that they're going to be um, focused in other deals. Miles Turner, as much as I think that he'd be an intriguing fit, I don't know that they long-term would want to play Miles Turner and Bam Adebayo together. So I think his extension looming probably eliminates him. Um, and I guess we say John Collins is the other guy that we eliminate only because, um, and maybe I will regret saying this, but I kind of feel like um, his value is at a point where they're better off keeping him and seeing how he plays and trying to get something for him later, kind of like what the Heat have had to do with Duncan Robinson up until now. So I'd say those are the guys that maybe uh, we focus less on also because they would cost the most. And I don't know that Miami's, uh, focus this deadline is going to be on making the big all out swing necessarily. So that eliminates those guys. All right. So let's set the table. I'll let you do it, Greg. And then Alex and Brady will jump in and talk about these players. Give me a couple of players that you think are attainable. I think uh, Detroit's Boyan Bogdanovich is attainable. Uh, I think Kelly Olinick and his $12.8 million salary. Uh, Boyan makes 19, by the way. Uh, is is definitely an option. You know that they like to to circle back to guys. Jay Crowder at ten million. Keep just keep watching that, and if it becomes a buyout, uh, and then Marcus Morris at sixteen point four. I think those are some interesting starter um, level players. Some that they're more uh, familiar with than others, but guys that I think uh, would cost somewhere in the neighborhood of Duncan Robinson's contract, and then probably a significant asset like the 2023 pick or more. All right, Alex, which of these do you like, the ideas he just talked about? Well, it's good that you set me up there because I think you guys already know where I'm going, and I was talking about it pre-show. From those guys mentioned there, and it's not the only one I would be you know, interested in, but the most interest for me would definitely be in a Bojan Bogdanovic. And I think the more I've, I've continued to look into him and the season he's having for Detroit, the more impressed I've been because I think a lot of times people will look at the season he's having where he's putting up bigger counting stats uh, for a, just a terrible team and, and, you know, think of it as looter in a riot, whatever. We've already seen him be an elite level role player offensively for winning teams in the past. Now we know the jazz uh, didn't get that far in the playoffs, but I don't think, you know, that was necessarily his fault or anything like that. What he what he is good at, he is elite at, right? And it's not just shooting, right? Because I think that's a little broad. So, I mean, he can do it off the catch as a three-point shooter. He can do it off the dribble. Uh, he can flow off of handoffs. He can flow off of pick and rolls. And, he, I mean, he's a, you know, I think a better decision maker than people give him credit for, like a, a good ball mover. And he's actually just, you know, a little bit of a three-level score. Now, I'm not saying an all-star level three-level score or anything like that, but just looking at his shot diet for the past few seasons, it's not just a Detroit thing. Like, it's pretty balanced out. So he takes a lot of threes, and he's been elite at it on high volume for seasons, but he's also doing a good job 
uh, getting to the mid range and hitting at a high rate from there and gets to the basket a decent amount. Like, I just think he will be an incredible offensive weapon for the heat to add. And I think they could really use that type of, you know, offensive production. Right. And I just think that the spacing would, uh, that he would provide would make it easier for other guys to get to their spots and that, you know, in between, uh, the, the rim and the mid range area. Like, I just think it, it would be very, very helpful for the heat. That's, I think he might be a little bit pricey, but I think, you know, Duncan a first, potentially a second, something like that is, I think it's actually worth it. If you're just talking about an all in sort of win now move, the thing is you have to also pay him this summer. Now I don't know what that contract would look like as a 33 year old. And I get people not wanting to trade for an older guy, but that is that the type of win now move that I think this team could really use. All right. So Brady, you fill in here. Uh, we talk about a win now move. And then I'll get to Greg on some of the specifics of what a trade uh, might look like. Alex touched on that some. If, if you're talking about winning now, uh, again, <laughs> kind of depends what your upside is there. Like winning the conference, getting out of the play-in. How much of a difference do you think he would make? Because that gets into what he may be worth. Yeah, it's funny because like all their other fours that they've had in recent years have all had been the similar build. Like it's like a three and D type build, a defensive guy. But it's like we had this conversation about them leaning off into the offseason. And then they still have a way in like the month of January to be like third, top three, top four in defense. And they're they're in like the upper 20s of offense. They're going to figure it out defensively no matter the year. Like that's just what I always kind of come back to. So getting an absolute offensive threat, as Alex was just talking about, could do it at all three levels, the different ways that they could put them next to certain guys. Uh, obviously, helping out the three-point percentage is, is a decent uh, jolt on its own. But I think it makes a big difference. Like Bogdanovich would be the way, it's kind of the direction, if the, out of those names Greg was mentioning, that would be definitely the direction I think anybody would lean, just because I'm not worried about the age stuff. Like, I really think... Uh, having a career it, year. He's having a career year, but he's, it's just, it's not an an anomaly. It doesn't feel like to your point. Like, it's not like it's, it's just like a random kind of doing stuff in scrub minutes. Like this is a guy that can fit most systems and kind of do it in different ways. Uh, So I think he'd be a very big jolt to this offense. And I think that he would be a really fun player for Spo to utilize. Cause I feel like he could do different things with him in ways that he can't really do with a lot of players on this roster right now. Uh, so I think that would be a decent jolt. But I think other than that, just to touch on some of the other guys Greg was talking about, uh, Kelly Linick. like we, we've had a lot of podcasts about Kelly Linick in the past. But like, if I'm going to be honest, when we're talking about certain builds, I feel like if you're not talking about the Bogdanovich types, like those top guys, if you're grabbing a four, I think he kind of also should be able to play back of five a little bit. Like try to get a two and one of some kind. Like if you're not going to get that, that also a backup big, have that guy be able to play back up big as well. Like they did it a little bit with PJ in the playoffs, even though that's the guy is six, five, he was playing backup center. Like a guy, like I think we'll talk about a little bit, like a Jared Vanderbilt could play a backup five a little bit. Uh, but Kelly Linick could do that. He could play next to Ben. He can play behind Ben. He can fix the shooting stuff a little bit. He can fix the offense and he knows this offense. He knows the system. And like I just said, as much as we used to talk about certain things defensively in the past, I don't. I just don't think we worry about that anymore. Like th- this is there's a point now where you're watching these other teams in the Eastern Conference. You're watching these other teams in the league. These teams can score, man. Like they can score in the half court at a high level. That it just feels like you're looking at the Heat right now, and every single thing down the floor is a grind. Just trust Spo to figure out the, the things coverage wise on the other end, and just give them the talent on the offensive end, like a Bogdanovich, and just I think you go from there. 
All right, Greg. So let's get to it. What would a Bogdanovich trade uh, look like for you specifically? What's and because again, you're not just going to be competing against yourself here. It, there are other teams that are interested in him. It's clear that Detroit does not need him long term. So how do you beat another offer? It's interesting you bring that up because this is going to be kind of the case also in the event that they were to look at Olenek. And I think it's an important distinction also with these two guys that there are other players on their respective rosters of Bogdanovich and of Kelly Olenek that can come along with them in a bigger package. And where I'm going with that is like Kelly Olenek and Jared Vanderbilt can come together or you get uh, Bogdanovich and a guy like Nerlens Noel uh, together. And in those cases, it would look like Duncan Robinson, Dwayne Dedman. You may need to add Caleb Martin to salary match because you don't have that many other um, kind of like those five to $7 million salaries that can fill in in trades. So, um, and then obviously picks and it would come down to the 2023 lottery protected pick, or maybe you lift protections a little bit more than that. I just, I have a sneaky suspicion that they're going to look for a team that they can get two players from similar to kind of how they did with Jay and Iggy. I can't uh, kind of shake that, that, that that's probably the direction that they're trying to look initially. All right, so after the break, we're going to get into a couple more of these guys, so have them queued up. I'm uh, going to start here by telling you about water cleanup of Florida. We tell you all the time, this is the place to go if you got a water leak, you don't know where it's coming from, call Water Cleanup of Florida, Michael Robert and the team, 954-579-0356. That's 954-579-0356, or go to wcufl.com. Fully licensed, insured, and certified to provide the one-stop shopping, the busy homeowners, and business owners require their base in Boca Raton, but they service the entire area, all three counties. Again, reach out to them. They got more than nine, excuse me, more than 75 star reviews on Google, probably more than 90 by this time. 24 hours a day, 365 days a week. So reach out to Michael Robert and the team, 954-579-0356. If you've got the schmutz, they got the guts. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then... 
place a $5 wager on any sport, you'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Mike Rowe here with a radical idea. If you want to see more companies make more things in this country, Buy more things from more companies who make things in this country. I refer in this case to the incredible t-shirts, sweatshirts, blue jeans, and more made by my friends at American Giant. Everything American Giant makes is made in the United States. And right now, you can take 20% off your first order at American-Giant.com slash Mike. That's American-Giant.com slash Mike. All right, let's get to the next part of this, guys. Um, we mentioned Olenek. Uh, I, I'll pivot back to you on this, Alex, because, again, these could be multiple pieces. I don't know that just a Kelly Olenek trade on itself is going to be enough for Heat fans, uh, but what would Kelly provide for them? I mean, he's not a guy that they played a lot in the playoffs anyway, but his numbers with Bam were always very good. That's the thing. I think we know what Kelly provides. We obviously got to see him here for multiple seasons and we got to see him with this exact core of guys. So it's very helpful and it makes it a little bit easier when you're trying to evaluate different guys and their fits when you obviously got a huge sample size of that. So that's nice in itself. And it's it's just to add it's tough to add more than what you know they already said here. What Brady was talking about in the sense of this guy can play next to Bam and can back up Bam. So I think that's really just the the that's all of it right there right because they kind of need that just it, it would be really nice if they can do that in, in a two for one type of thing but it's also like it would be great if you could get kelly and somebody else i, I think that would be awesome now the, the tough part about it is that kelly is at about 12 mil so that's that would obviously involve duncan so if you if you can find a way to get back a second guy in a duncan deal or you know let's say you trade Duncan as part of a deal for Kelly and another contract to make it work because you know that he want to take back less. Um, can you flip Deadman and whatever else to get back a four? So it would have to be something like that. So I already feel good about what Kelly could bring as a, you know, as a shooter, as somebody who is a, a pretty good decision maker for a big, he knows how to run the heat sets, even if things have changed a little bit since he left. Um, I just think he would fit pretty seamlessly here. Now, he's not my favorite option, right? Like, I, I didn't get to talk about uh, Marcus Morris or anything like that. I just think he would be one that – I missed him. Makes some sense, yeah. All Marcus right, so let's Mar talk about Marcus Morris. The Clippers have a couple pieces here. Marcus Morris and Robert Covington. I'll go to Brady after Greg, but what, what would something like that look like? you got two possible pieces there. 
Yeah. So again, I mean, you're talking 16 and, and 12 million. So you're getting up in $28 million range. I mean, you could send Kyle Lowry straight up. No, I'm joking. Um, it would be more of like a Duncan Robinson, again, Dwayne Dedman, and then a player like Caleb, and you're getting in the neighborhood of that. I don't know that I love that necessarily with the Caleb in it. Um, and I would be reluctant to relinquish a lot of draft capital in that circumstance. So I don't know if maybe it would be a smaller deal or something like that, or maybe there could be a point guard on, um, on the, or a guard in general on the Clippers roster that could be added to kind of switch up the mix there. I think Marcus Morris is more the get of these guys. Um, and it would basically, that could be done with Duncan Robinson, a small salary and, uh, and you're done basically with a pick. So like the, the, there's a pretty easy path to a Marcus Morris, Duncan Robinson trade. Their salaries are only within like 3 million of each other. Brady, you on this now, uh, those two guys, plus let's not forget, there could always be a third team involved in some of this stuff. So maybe you get one piece here and one piece somewhere else. Uh, do you like a, a potential deal with the Clippers? Yeah, it's funny because I, like we're talking about Marcus Morris. Like I feel like we've seen him in a heat uniform recently because obviously his brother was just here and there's obviously a different version. Uh, but that's kind of the, the ideal build that they always like at the four. Like that's the exact guy that they always like. I just want to throw in the facts. I know we mentioned trading Bog for Bogdanovich, like as an older guy, but I'm not mistaken. I think isn't Marcus Morris. I think also 33. I think he's the same age. So we should also throw that in the mix that they're in their similar ages. Uh, but yeah, I feel like that would be, I said in the past, like, I feel like the Clippers are like the ideal team to trade with Miami because they're just a team with a bunch of like fours and wings. And Miami's a team that had just a ton of guards on the roster. It felt like they were like built to trade with each other. So yeah, it makes sense. Robert Covington. I know Alex just mentioned the minutes. Like he's like not even barely playing for them. Like he, he seems like a guy that'll be easier to get, but he's also possibly could be that type of shoe in type of guy for a Marcus Morris trade. So and if you look at his base numbers, like he he's basically been the same guy like every year. Like I know he's been obviously with the Clippers for the last four years now, but he's been like his stats are exactly the same. It feels like year over year where you know what you're going to get basically. Uh, I think it was 47% from three, 37, 38% from three. Like he's continually kind of giving you what you need. Uh, and I think in, in terms of specifics, a, a guy that can guard up a little bit that if they want to switch everything, he can obviously handle certain fives against them offensively kind of a mid post option that I know Spo will be utilizing. He, he, he literally used PJ Tucker as a mid post option. I think he would use Marcus Morris in that way as well. Uh, so I feel like there, there's enough there that we've, we've seen the, the, the dynamics of what they use Marquise with uh, kind of in those short minutes before the injury. So I think it would be similar to Marcus just at a higher clip and higher efficiency. So I definitely wouldn't be opposed to that either. And, and like Greg was saying, it feels like it could be multiple guys in that potential deal. Yeah. And when I last spoke, I said that there was a $3 million difference between these two players. I was meaning, I was meaning to say 300,000. It's actually a little more than that. Um, I, I just want to clarify that Marcus Morris makes 16.3 million and Duncan Robinson makes 16.9 million. So that's why this there is an easy swap. There you go. All right. I got a question for you guys. And I also want you to sort of hold back one thing before we close uh, about anybody that you think we haven't mentioned yet, but I have a question that I want to ask about what may have value uh, or more value to other teams and to the heat. Before we do, I want to tell you about mobile C-arm and staffing services. What do they do? They rent C-arm equipment on a short long-term basis to hospital, surgery centers, chiropractic offices, and pain management offices. They also offer the cadaver lab courses. So reach out to our guy, Nelson, 
Another big heat fan. We got a lot of those here as our sponsors. 561-891-9620. That's 561-891-9620. It's c-armandstaffing.com. That's c-armandstaffing.com. Again, 561-891-9620. Before we get to your sort of final thoughts on this, and I'm going to give you each like a minute, okay, to wrap up with another guy. I have one question I want to throw out there. They drafted Nikola Jovic this past year. We saw a little bit of him. We know that sometimes when players are drafted, they become declining assets. It's sort of like once you take the car off the lot, that all of a sudden it starts to depreciate. But we saw some good things from him. And I'm sure and there was some decent tape, uh, even though maybe not so much at Summer League, except for a game or two that other teams got on him. I will ask you guys, two, let's do this in two different parts, to the Heat and to other teams. What would have more value? The draft pick we know about already, which is Nikola Jovic, or the Heat's 2023 pick? I can answer that question really quickly. Yes. The 20 uh, to other teams, and I think that's probably what most people care about because it's what can the Heat go out and get, right? Uh, to other teams, the 2023 pick. Hope always wins over what you know, and that's just the way that that goes. Um, I, I personally believe that the pick would be um, much more valuable than Jovic at this moment. Does anybody disagree? It's probably, with it's probably inverse for, for the Heat, right? In the sense of like they'd, they'd probably rather trade – the first pick. round pick than the Jovic. Correct. Right. Cause, cause there's the uncertainty of it. So it's right. Cause they know what they have in their system. And if they, unless they don't like the player, in which case, if they don't like the player they already have, that might be the case. But I was just curious, Brady break the tie. Well, it's not really a tie because you guys are sort of agreeing, but what, what do you yeah. think? Brady? No, I would agree. I feel like, especially to the heat's perspective, like they're going to give out on those first round picks. It feels like quicker than the guy, especially because, then they could just full out focus on undrafted hunting. Like that's, that's their ideal space. Like you guys always say. So uh, I would agree. I feel, and, and for other teams, I would definitely agree. I think you see the value of these first round picks nowadays. Like look at what all these teams are getting constantly in these big trades. It's always these picks because they love uh, the picks in general. So I would definitely say that teams would value that more. All right, let's go around the, the horn here. I'm going to start with Alex. So we've talked about a lot of these players. Give me the one idea, the one power forward idea we haven't talked about a lot. Yeah, I was going to say, other than, than Bogdanovich, like I'm the thing is, I'm actually down for a lot of these, these guys that we talked about on top of others. So I'm not going to try to like rank them all because I feel very similarly. I think like the, 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 the reason Boyan stands out to me is because of the offensive side, whereas these other guys are like a lot of them are good two way players, which, of course, is what you would prefer in general when you're you know building a team. It's just like the Heat need that offensive boost so bad. So I think that's where the preference comes from. But as far as other guys we haven't talked about, and we were kind of discussing this pre-show, I think some of this actually changed with the trade that went down today with the Lakers acquiring uh, Rui Hachimura is the idea of Kyle Kuzma, right? Who's it's a little bit complicated because, you know, another guy who's having a career year for the Wizards, another bad team, and he's added more to his game since he's left the Lakers. And I think is just a good two-way player who is also another guy who can kind of score from three different levels, not the shooter whatsoever that Boyan is, but is a better rebounder, a better defender, a pretty good passer. The thing is, he is going to demand upwards of 20 mil this summer. Now, he's obviously um, a little bit of a younger option, not very, very young, because he came into the league a little bit older, I believe. But I think that's another guy who is kind of would do a good job of balancing the, the win now timeline versus the, you know, building for, towards the future timeline so I think Kuzma I'm not sure if the Wizards now that they don't have to pay Rui anymore Rui anymore 
that they're more willing to uh, pay up for Kuzma. But if that's not the case, if they're willing to uh, sell him at the trade deadline, I think that's another option I would like. And then I think none of the, you know, all of these guys who you're talking about, I I think they need a four and a five. Now I I like Orlando, but if they can get another shooting five, that would be cool. And, you know, a low key move that I've been thinking about who hasn't been mentioned. I know everybody loves to bring up Nas Reed and Miles Turner and, uh, Obviously, we already talked about Kelly, but an even more low-key shooting big idea is Mike Muscala, just because he makes, like, very little money and can be flipped with Deadman very easily, that he would take back less. He actually shoots at a higher volume uh, from three and a higher percentage from three when he's on the floor than the other, you know, shooting bigs I mentioned. His defensive metrics aren't that bad. Like, it's like a low-key move. That wouldn't be a game-changer. But, again, like, pairing him up with a, with a pretty good four, I think, would be a solid haul. So, you know, something like that. All right, Brady, what do you think? Give me your idea. Yeah, to Alex's point, it feels like with a lot of these specific guys, it's it's one of these guys and another guy. Like, this this can't be the only move on a lot of these guys. So, like, as much as we're hyping these things up, we're not saying this pushes them in a certain direction to championship contender. So, like, they need to add on to this stuff. But I was looking at – I know certain of the names uh, we brought up. I've talked about Jared Vanderbilt a lot, but it's, it's weird because the more we continue to get into the season, the more – like I said it earlier, but it's like – Jared Vanderbilt, yes, he can he can play backup five a little bit and he can kind of play the four times, but it's like he's not a real offensive threat where it's like I still see Miami just figuring things out defensively no matter what lineups they throw out there most of the time. It feels like just based off coverages, just based off team defensive standpoint where it's like I just don't think that type of move pushes them in a direction like an offensive threat does. I know other guys like PJ Washington would also, I feel like I know that name always gets brought up just like the John calls and Miles Turner's, but like, that's another guy. He's like, he could shoot the three, he could play next to Bam. He could play behind Bam. I know they would play him a ton behind Bam, like as a backup five at times to kind of run center those uh, and use him as a stretch big. So I think he would be kind of intriguing in that way, but those are the type of guys I know Kuzma, uh, Kuzma and Markkinen are kind of in that weird range because it feels like those guys will end up just staying with their teams past the deadline. Uh, but it feels like, Vanderbilt, PJ Washington would be two ones to watch. And then I feel like anybody on Toronto, like we, we ruled out OG, but it feels like if Toronto keeps going this weird direction, like they just have a bunch of wings that you can maybe utilize. Like there's just, it's not one guy on that roster. All right, Greg, take us home here. Uh, and I, I'll just say this. I, the one thing I agree with about the most, I just really wanted to listen more today than sort of jump in. But the one thing I agree with the most, this is not a one move thing that they, they if they're if they're going for it, they got to make two moves. The luxury tax may come into play, although obviously they're going to try to avoid that. But the, one move is not going to catapult them over some of these other teams. They, they need a they need a shakeup of some kind that's significant. So give me your last idea. Before we do, I do want to mention our sponsors, EricRubenstein.com, Water Cleanup of Florida, Prize Picks, use the code five and C-ArmandStaffing.com. Greg, give me your last idea. So uh, you mentioned Toronto. I just want to say that if there was ever a team that wanted to have a reunion with a player, uh, Kyle Lowry could go back to Toronto. And um, if they were looking to actually kind of strip that down and and retool, why would they not go with a feel-good move like that? So that's an interesting thing that could develop out of nowhere. Uh, We'll keep tabs on that. Other than um, who everyone else has mentioned, let me look at our list here, and I will quickly close with... Um, well, we, we kind of went into them, but I, I, I really think that, um, 
Marcus Morris or Jay Crowder is going to end up being how, how the the roads that we go down. So I know that we already kind of talked about those two. Those are the names I'm keeping uh, closest tabs on. If you're looking at for the Dwayne Dedman only player, like that's where I think some of the names that uh, Brady and Alex mentioned come into play. And again, that would have to be an, uh, two moves. I think they're going to want to try to wrap it all into one move and it'll be fun to watch what happens in the next uh, two weeks. Greg Sylvander, Brady Hawk, Alex Salito. We will see how this thing plays out again. Check out our sponsors uh, Celtics heat. Three of us will be out there. Greg will be well, no, actually hangover time on the channel tomorrow but you'll get a podcast on this feed have a good night everybody thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five regional sports network